Ole Miss fans, you can never be too careful, especially these days and with young kids at home. Don't take any chances and secure your home with Eufy Smart Lock, an easy install all-in-one security device for your front door and that peace of mind we're all looking for. I myself am a Eufy user, and I can tell you firsthand, go ahead and ditch those house keys forever, grab a Phillips head screwdriver because that's all you'll need, and give Eufy Smart Lock a try today. No monthly fee, and Eufy customer service is waiting on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. So what are you waiting for? Head to Vault Hemingway or the Pavilion or Swayze Field to cheer on your Ole Miss Rebels with the reassurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Smart Lock. Eufy Video Lock makes it easy to keep an eye on things back home. Its built-in camera can tell you who's at the front door from the comfort of your stadium seat. Search Eufy Video Lock, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com, eufyofficial.com slash video lock, to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Smart Lock and Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You're tuned into an all-new edition of LB's Fresh Cuts on the Ole Miss Spirit. I'm Brian Scott Rippey. We're going to get going here in a minute. But first, let's hear from LB's Meat Market. LB's Fresh Cuts with Brian Scott Rippey is brought to you by who else? LB's Meat Market. The preeminent butcher shop in Oxford, Mississippi. The place to go for any and all of your meat needs. Just right now, they've got the Lane Train Special, a six-ounce bacon-wrapped filet for $10. they got fresh seafood, grill packs, and a lot of different types of sausages. Put simply, if your grill is in need of meat, the only place to go in Oxford, Mississippi, is LB's Meat Market. Give them a call today at 662-259-2999. That's 662-259-2999. Stop by and see them at 2008 University Avenue. That's just across the street from Kroger. It's LB's Meat Market, your butcher shop in Oxford, Mississippi. is back NFL week two college football week whatever the hell you want to call it I don't even know what we're calling the college football season by weeks it's another edition of Fresh Cuts I'm Brian Scott Rippey as you know LB's Greg on the other end the meat shark was out in full force week one we made you some cash so I actually tallied up the picks I wasn't very good at that last year we uh we had a good week so you were three and one in college eight and seven in the NFL picks I was 4-0 and in college somehow, and then 9-6 and on the 15 NFL games we did. If you're over here nerding out doing the math, the reason there was only 15 NFL games is because we had picked the Thursday night game the week before. But that being said, stats all the way, what's up? I mean, you know, we're, we're here to make money. That's what we do. I mean, 
mean, you know, we're here to make some good picks and uh, win some money. So, yeah, I mean, that was a good first week. You can't complain about that first week. No, you can't at all. But it was one of those things. You texted me, I think, Sunday night, and I was being an old person, and I was like, either didn't have my phone or was going to bed, but I was looking at it one Monday morning and text you back. Like, I figured, I honestly thought, I'm not complaining. Don't get me wrong, because it's going to go mean, downhill from here. we did have that here. Arizona money line. That was pretty sizzle. That Hell was yeah, pretty it was. Sizzle. That was sizzled. Uh, and we, I think we had the uh, Rams money line, too. Uh, that was pretty sizz, too. We both had the Rams. You got me on the Arizona one. I went San Francisco. You went with Arizona. So you were just making the people money line, money line checks left and right. But I'm going to be honest. I was like watching the NFL games. I kind of halfway remembered our picks. And I was sitting there thinking, I was like, I think we murdered it. And don't get me wrong. That's a great week. But I thought it was like historic. I thought I'd gotten for whatever reason. I thought I had gone a couple of different ways in the winning favor than I had actually done, but can't complain. And the best part about it is we get to do it all over again because it is football season. Football season is back. And this time next week in this space on Fresh Cut, we will be talking about SEC football and Ole Miss football. And it, uh, it feels pretty good. Uh, I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, regard, uh, regardless of what shade of powder blue the Rebs are going to uh, to rock. We will take any powder blue on the football field right now. Speaking of, that was kind of my kind of what I was going into next. I was glad you went there. What are your thoughts? So I'm writing a Ben asked me to write a column about it that I'll have on the Spirit by the time most of you are listening to this podcast on Friday morning. So go check it out. But thoughts on the powder blue uniforms? I mean, you know, I, I I'm a big fan. I, I, I like it. Um, it's you know, uh, uh, it's something different. But you know, uh, whenever they rock the all whites against Texas Tech, I think that if they do the all whites with the powder blue trim, I think that would be a really uh, sizzle to the fire right there. I like it as well. I'm not a, so to, truthfully. I'm not a huge uniform guy. It's just if you're traditional. And you have good, solid-looking uniforms and not some zany, you know, too much color, too much stripe, whatever. I can usually get on board. I just don't have strong opinions in general about uniforms. You know, I talked when Ole Miss unveiled the white uniforms in 2018. I say white uniforms. White helmets was really kind of the main draw. Like you were talking about the all-white. White White with red trim. Yeah, you talk to any of the coaches. And, like, you'd ask him about it or whatever. I mean, some of those times just off the record, kind of just, like, bullshitting around about stuff. And it's like, look, these kids love this stuff. Like, no, they, the, the recruits love, love the Yeah. The White helmets. Love it. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, if, if it's going to help sell your program, then do it. And I get you have the traditionalists that say this is not the old Miss I grew up with or whatever the hell you want to say. It doesn't really matter. That being said, I do like the uniforms. I think the powder blue looks fine. I think Ole Miss should probably stick with one shade of powder blue and roll with it. We've got four or five different going on, it seems like, over in Oxford. But uh, I like it. I think it looks solid. I, uh, I'll be interested to see what it looks like on the field. But all in all, I think it's a good move. I think that recruits, I think current players are going to like it. The whole look good, feel good thing. I'm all for it. I'll give I you the one I- example that I was not like. I say I'm not particularly uniforms. The one example, me talking about what I don't like, when they debuted the blue pants back in 20-whatever-it-was with Freeze, I was fine with it on the white jerseys or even the blue, even what my favorite. But, like, one time they went red jersey, blue pants. That's too much color for me. That is where I cross the line. 
no, I mean, we're, we're trying to keep this thing traditional. We're trying to keep this thing good looking and we're trying to sex sells sitting here trying to, you know, I mean, look, Johnny Sins is on the heroes for, uh, you know, cops. So, I mean, you know, sex sells, you know, you got to get in on that. You took the words right out of my mouth in terms of that. And I said, sex sells, that might be the whole athletic department's direction at this point, because they did put a porn star on uh, the cups honoring the frontline workers. Whoever submitted that is one of the greatest trolls of all time. Honestly, it's one of those, like, everyone loves to say the we are Ole Miss thing. How could you not snuff that out? Honest to God, I would not have snuffed that out. I think I would have let it go, too, because I just wouldn't have noticed. Well, yeah, I mean, I I mean, you know, honestly, I thought it was a joke originally. And then next thing you know, I was like, wait, this is serious. Like, this is like, that's Johnny Sins. Like, uh, and I just, you know, I I feel really bad for the – the older class of season ticket, season ticket holders, and they're like, who is this guy that's saying, are you ready, and always rise to the occasion? And, uh, you know, it's just uh, strictly, uh, you know, low-term, low uh, that's Johnny Sins. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a tough scene for the marketing department. But you know what? If you want to really lean into it, just roll in with sex sales. I think that's the best way to go about it. I'm uh, I am all aboard that train. But anyway, I'm a big I mean, of, I mean, I why like did it. you think I named the five to six ounce bacon wrap filet special the Lane Train special? Because it sells. Exactly. Sex sells. Lane Train sells. Johnny Sin sells. Do you, do you, uh, speaking of, I'll just go ahead and get out of the way. One, what's going on at the store and uh, what type of meat would you name the Johnny Sin special? Wow, man. I, I would think it would be the two pound porterhouse. You know? Okay. I mean, what? <laughs> Uh, and you get a you get a eight ounce you get a eight to nine ounce filet mignon and you get a, a, a sixteen ounce uh, New York strip. I mean, you know, add it up. You know, two pounds of meat. That's what you need. I can get behind that. That's a that's a, that was a great answer. So you almost had. Uh, did you have that pre prepared? That was a great answer. You know, I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night, so uh, yeah, I'm ready to go. Hell yeah! Not a doctor. Just play one on TV. Um. And Let's roll through these. Let's uh, let's roll through these NFL. Actually, we'll go through college first. Let's see what we got going on in the old college ranks. We it's a pretty light slate in terms of like quality games, but I saw people complaining about that online earlier. If in 2020 you're going to complain about college football matchups, can you just please miss me with all that stuff? Well, like, if you're you, getting if you're football. complaining about gambling, then you're not a degenerate gambler. So then that, that that's what you need to chalk that up to. I was about to say you didn't go four months without sports. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, come on, man, take a nap. Yeah, like we we got to take these wins any way we can get them. So I mean, we were just excited about Austin P versus Western Carolina or whatever it was. It's uh yeah, it's it's been tough out on these streets. So my advice to you is don't complain about anything that has to do with college football this season. Let's roll through these uh some of these crappier games. Uh, let's see. What do we want to start with? Duke Boston College. Duke went in and covered magnificently last week. Against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish in Notre Dame, I think they had a couple few fans there. I think it was like faculty, parents, that type of jazz. But covered, made it a little close at the end. We both won that one. 
They are five and a half point favorites against Boston College this weekend at home. I mean, you know, um, we're going to take the uh, the points here. I mean, why not? You know, Notre Dame's uh, going to take whatever points they can get, right? But uh, we're going to go uh, uh, Boston College here. So you're going Boston College plus five and a half against Duke. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, cool. I will go the other way. I'll go the fighting David Cutcliffe. So I'll keep riding the gravy train. Perhaps the story of this past weekend, Jeff Collins and Georgia Tech go down to Tallahassee, and win the game straight up is like 14-point underdogs, not really drawing a lot of respect after that win. They're given seven and a half points at home. Or, excuse me, getting seven and a half points at home against UCF. UCF is a seven and a half point road favorite in Atlanta against Georgia Tech. This smells like a trap, but I'll take it. Um, well, you know, we, we like the trap. We sit in the trap and we uh, bet the trap. And then uh, we either come out looking like red roses or not red roses. But I, I, I'm on the Georgia Tech. I mean, I shouldn't have uh, done the money line on the plus 13 and a half. But, you know, I'll take the plus 13 and a half and a win last week. But um, I like Georgia Tech where they're coming from. They've got a couple new commits that committed this week. So, I mean, I think he's got the program turned around really good. I'm not going to pre- – I'm with you, though. I'm not going to pretend to know the ins and outs of, of Central like UCF and what they've kind of done ever since Scott Frost left, but that, that just feels – that just feels extreme. I mean, like, seven-and-a-half point – I just – I don't – I'm not going to get behind that. I'm, I mean, I've, Georgia Tech has had no reason for me to get mad at them yet, so I'm going to continue – to ride that train. We're on the same page there Especially as well. when you win win as a double-digit di- underdog last last week, and you can't complain about that. On the road against FSU, I agree. I uh, that, that one, that, something's fishy there. That might be the one where Central Florida just rolls them because, like, you know, just because it doesn't make any sense. But that's, a, that's an interesting one. Louisville, two-and-a-half at home, minus two-and-a-half at home against Miami. Of, for, Miami. Uh, I don't know anything about this. Satterfield had Louisville playing really well towards the end of last year. I'm going Louisville just because the fact that I'm going to take Miami in a less than a field goal game on the road, I just don't trust Miami at all, and I don't know anything about them. I have to agree with you. Um, you know what? Uh, I, I started this new podcast with Neil McReady and his daughter, uh, the uh, the butcher versus the, the spin instructor, and uh, uh, she she took the uh, – the, uh, Miami Hurricane strictly because her dad said, don't ever bring a, uh, a male that it was a St. Louis Cardinal fan, much less any Cardinal fan into my home. So uh, that's why she took Miami. So, I mean, I like Louisville a lot just because of that strictly angle, you know? Yeah, I'm going Louisville there too. That just doesn't make a ton of sense. Pittsburgh minus 21 and a half against Syracuse. Pittsburgh kicked the hell out of some small school last week that's not any good. Syracuse was the one game that we... Yeah, they no, let no, us I, down. They really let us down. They I went UNC. That's what happened. You went Syracuse, and it, it towards the end, it was looking good for you for pretty much the whole game, and yeah. the fourth quarter was just abomination. Not falling for it, though. Pitt, I don't even know, like 21 and a half, whatever, Pitt for me. Well, I mean, you know, I've already lost with Syracuse. Might as well lose with them again. 
<laughs> You're going Syracuse. I Dino, mean, you know, Dino Babers till you die. Like, we had that game. Why would they just fold? I mean, anyway. Yes, I'm very disappointed with Syracuse. I'm very disappointed with Detroit Lions. Literally, the guy had it in his hands. Oh, God. You know, we literally had Detroit minus two and a half. They'd won by three. You know, like, look, that's the chances we take. You know, whenever we lose like that, we we swallow the pill and we bet them again. So, uh, we're going to take Syracuse on this. Live Tech must be terrible, and I'm just doing this because of the Mississippi tie. Southern Miss, who fired their coach since the last time they played football, is minus five and a half against Louisiana Tech in Hattiesburg. Interim head coach for the Golden Eagles. I'll go Live Tech. Why not? I don't know anything about either of these teams. Watch Southern Miss play South Alabama. Southern looked pretty terrible. I'm going Live Tech here, just assuming they're not worse. But, hey, what do I know? Well, I'm, if anybody tuned in to that uh, Southern Miss-South uh, Alabama game, which I hope they didn't, um, the last play, which was a fourth down and whatever, you know, to tie the game or win the game, it was the worst play call of ever. And I just don't see Southern Miss just recovering from the worst play call ever down by five points to win the game. Uh, I'm all, I mean, I almost want to go in on the money line here on this latte. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad play. It's looking at the the, the little thing I Googled is looking at. I mean, at, did, Hugh Fre- did Hugh Freeze get hired as uh, Southern Miss's coach? Not yet, but, okay. man, that right, would make well, this then, state interesting. Yes. Did you see the news today? Jackson State is apparently hiring Deion Sanders. So you know and, how Blake- uh, Didn't he work out a contract deal with Barstools to where he could be the head coach of Jackson State and still get his Barstools contract that they paid him for? I uh, believe that is correct. Man, you know, uh, I'm not trying to give stock advice, but that Penn stock is a uh, is a good buy. I just think it's a little too high on the sixty dollar mark. But uh, <laughs> just uh, personal uh, advice uh, given to you all, listeners. But uh, you, you know, man, Deion Sanders being hired at his Jackson State head coach. I mean, that's a big hire, man. That's that just only going to help the situation with him. Let's roll over to the NFL, and let's see if we can replicate the magic from week one. Why don't we go ahead and do the Thursday night game? I forgot to do it last week, so we'll just do it, and somebody will either wake up with a winner and a loser by the time they listen to this. I don't know what we did to get punished here was the big popular internet joke. I'm not complaining about football in 2020. That's my own uh, personal motto, but if you wanted to complain about a crappy Thursday night game, Browns Bengals would do it for you. Uh, Cincinnati is plus six on the road in Cleveland. I'm following the Joey Burrow train. It didn't work out for us last week because of that crappy kicker. But uh, Wait, the Browns so just feel like we, they have a lot of bad energy. Week, correct? Did we push with the Bengals last That's right. Or? That's right. It was a push. So, I actually – that amends our record. I forgot about that. So, I mean, no, you were – How can Joe Burrow on his first game just put it all out of the line for us and we get a push on the first game? So that's a great point. So I, for, I had that written down wrong here in my uh, comprehensive notes here. You're eight, six, and one. I'm now nine, five, and one. It was a field goal. I think it closed less than that, but it was a field goal when we, uh, when we decided to wager on it. But yeah, to your point, awful stuff. I'm going to go Bengals again here. I think the Browns just have terrible energy. I think I Baker's two bad starts away from them moving off him. It just doesn't feel right. I don't even think the Bengals are good. 
but giving them all the way here, they at least have a little bit of upside, a little bit of energy about them. The, the, the Browns just feel like a train wreck. The Browns are, what's that emoji where you, you type in uh, dump, um, garbage dumpster and it's the one that's floating down in a flood and it's on fire and everything? That is the Cleveland Browns, and it will be the Cleveland Browns forever. Yeah, Chunk I just, I just don't see down. it with Baker. No, I just, I mean, uh, I think I, uh, I ventured off and read a tweet that was like, you know, uh, Baker is going to be good for about one to one and a half years, and then they're going to get the book out on him, and he's going to be really, really bad if he doesn't adjust his game out. I, I feel like the book's out on Baker – um, you know, he's a, he's, he's not the answer and, uh, you can chalk it up to Eric Crouch. How many, how many bad, how many good, bad quarterbacks have they is on that list? It's that growing, them? growing Jersey. You've seen the, you know, the famous Jersey that has all the names on it. It's, it's amazing. It's great. So I agree with you there. I think another one, another bad. We'll just start calling these bad energy games. I'll give you a bad energy game. Philadelphia's a pick'em at home on Sunday, twelve o'clock game against the Rams. I'll go to the Rams here. The, I think the Cowboys are going to be fine. The Rams look really solid. They don't have much depth, so when they start getting guys hurt, I think it's going to be a different story. But their front line talent is good as anyone in football. I don't know what the hell Philly did last weekend in Washington. Gets up seventeen nothing or seventeen seven or whatever. And just lets them demolish them in the second half and loses the game. Wentz look lost. Talk about another bad energy team surrounding their quarterback. I'll go Rams here. Why not? So our, our, we're already disrespecting the travel rule. Is that is that how we're rolling? Because the, it's at so, Phil, is that is that Philadelphia correct? So last week the travel rule was tough on you, Greg. The travel one rule, and one, one and one, I think. Right? No. So you had you had you had Las Vegas win on the road. You no, had, I had Carolina, which was ridiculous, and they were plus three and a half and lose by four. How many teams lose by four points? I mean, that's ridiculous. I know. And then, and then uh, Seattle out west coasted you. That's fine, but we had uh, the Rams, which was a uh, which was a which was reverse. A, that's right. Anyway, had, yeah, I'm so, going to stick to my gun here. And uh, I'm just going to stick to my travel rule here, you know, and you're just going to have to learn that this is what's going to happen. Here's one that really doesn't make sense. Tampa Bay is minus eight and a half at home against the Panthers. What does Vegas know that our dumb brains don't? Because you watched all the games Sunday. I watched all the games Sunday. Tampa looked like a train wreck. And Carolina just had a terrible fourth down play call at the end of the game. Looked pretty good. I think Vegas is okay in terms of Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders, not the books. They're pretty good at what they do. Um, I, I don't get this at all. Is this one where you just take the bucks just because it doesn't make any sense? What is up here? I mean, how does, how does Christian McCaffrey not get the ball on a third and one, much less a fourth and one? I just, uh, that's a head scratcher to me. I think that's a that's uh, somebody need to get fired via the uh, offense or defensive coordinator situation. But we're not going to talk about that. But I, I like it. I mean, it, it's it's a coin toss. You don't know what's going to happen because they didn't get the preseason action. You know, you're, they don't know what's uh, 
what's in what's in the uh, what's in the holster. So it's a tough call. Where are you going on this? Because this one doesn't make any sense to me. Did watching Tampa play New Orleans last week and the disaster as that offense was as a unit? Did they look eight and a half points better than anyone? No, I mean you know Bruce Arians came out and was and told the media that the two interceptions were on Tom Brady. When has Bill Belichick ever considered dropping that line on the media in the first game of the year? So, you know, I don't think the roses are always going to be red in Tampa Bay. I mean, you know, I think that's a big number, and uh, I'm going to go on the other side on this. Yeah, whatever. I'll take the bait, too. Just just burn my money on fire. I'm going to go Carolina as well. Like This is obviously something that Vegas knows that no one else does, but I'm fine with it. Just take my money. Uh, I, don't, I don't understand yeah, I mean, that one. No. All, I told you like we, uh, multiple times whenever, like last week, I knew I was going to have my hands in my face and say, why did I take Arizona Cardinals? And then sure enough, fourth quarter rolls around, they win the game. And that's why we take the Arizona Cardinals on the, on the money line is because it's the right bet. So we're that's a good point. Right bet. Maybe Vegas just doesn't know this early on. I'll tell you what, though. That's teaser central. If you want to throw Carolina in a teaser and get them at, like, 15 and a half points, that's probably the way to go. But be it as a day. You just got to get you two, two or three games that you really like and roll with it. Exactly. Maybe Vegas just really doesn't know, to your point. There's no, there's no preseason. They're kind of getting the feel for it. That one feels off. This one is an interesting one. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who look pretty good on Monday Night Football, albeit I think the Giants may actually be the worst team in the NFL, even though we thought it was the Jags. That was an abysmal performance last week. They're minus seven at home against the Broncos. I'll go Broncos here. The Titans played terrible, should have won by more, but I don't think Denver's that bad. I think that's too many points. I'm going to go Denver here. I've got every road team. How about that? Yeah, I mean, no, nobody, nobody is going to fault you on the road dog on a, on a situation whenever you're getting points. Um, you know, it, it, it's a coin. Like I said, I'm going to literally say it's a coin flip on all these situations because, I mean, you can't figure out what you're going to get on the first week. You can't figure out what you're going to get on the second week. So that's one of the reasons why numbers are like it. So. Um, I agree with you. We'll, we'll pull the trigger on that on, on that for sure and roll with it. Atlanta, the team that I told you I'm done with, I'm quitting. I paid off for me last week. Dallas is minus four at home against Atlanta, and give me the Cowboys because I am done with the drug that is the Falcons. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I really should have uh, put the uh, travel rule um, bet to bed and that was a perfect opportunity for me to put it to bed with the Falcons at home against Seattle last week uh, no I, I, I just can't do it anymore I, I, I'm, I'm putting Atlanta to bed I don't want to bet on them ever again so I'm, I'm going to take the other side for sure Let's see. New York Jets. Here's a trap one. New York Jets are catching a touchdown at home against the Niners. Niners go cross country after what they would probably classify as a bad loss at home to Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals last week, who were absolutely electric. I will go. Mm. New York. This is the travel rule. This is travel rule right here. I'll go with your travel rule here. I'll go New York. Travel rule. I think this is San Francisco escapes with an ugly win by like a field goal. 
the Jets try to rebound after whatever the hell it was they did against Buffalo last week, which was not play football. I'll go Jets here. I mean, I love how bad the Jets are. I mean, it, they are really bad. Um, but, again, you know, we uh, it's a system play. This is the deal as we take a travel rule. Um, it is the NFC West versus the uh, AFC East. Uh, they're coming over on the 12 o'clock time zone. You know, you would think that why would I ever want to bet on the New York Jets, but – we're going to bet on them, and, uh, you know, we'll uh, collect our money uh, at about 3.30, and then you'll be like, hey, that guy knows. Uh, he must have stayed at that Holiday Inn Express. He knows what he's talking about. Miami plus six at home against the Buffalo Bills. I don't know what to make of Miami or New England from watching that game last week. Miami didn't look good, but I'll ride with you for one more week if it's magic. Dolphins at home. Yeah, I was really disappointed in that plus seven and a half that the Dolphins, I mean, they had two times in the uh, inside the 10, didn't get any money, and then, uh, I mean, getting any points. And, you know, uh, Cam Newton is, is like the, what is it? He's the best free agent quarterback, whatever. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm still going to stay in on my Dolphins just because I'm not a Dolphins fan. This just sounds like a good bet. But, yes, I'm in on the Dolphins on, this week. Yeah, the ending of that one was pretty brutal in the sense that, like, the, Dolph- the Dolphins are down there at, like, the five-yard line with a minute left. The Patriots are, like, trying but not really because they're up 10 and they're just trying not to do anything completely dumb. And yeah, even if the they most don't get it, cover you kick a field goal. Ever. Yeah, it, all you have to do is ever. exactly it, all the time. And Fitzpatrick throws an interception out of the end zone. It's just unbelievable. And and, I'm um, like, why? Exactly. Why would you do that? We literally have the right line, and you literally just let us know that we don't have the right side. Indian Minnesota, Minnesota going on the road after getting just absolutely demolished by a Packers offense that looked just like an absolute juggernaut last week. Probably the most fun I've had watching Aaron Rodgers play football in at least four years. They looked awesome. They're going on the road to take on the Colts. The Colts are minus three at home. Colts didn't look so great last week, but I'll kind of give them a pass. Jacksonville's a weird place to play. Only place with fans going on. Working out the kinks with Rivers. Indy's minus three, and I'm going to take them because Minnesota just looked incompetent last week. So I just, I can't, I got to go with the lesser of two incompetence here. I'm going to go Indy at home. I don't really understand Minnesota. Their defense apparently stinks now. Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. I'll go Indy here. Yeah, we totally missed the uh, pick yes last week on the uh, Indianapolis-Jacksonville. I mean, you know, um, for for Leonard Fournette to say that, you know, he's finally, uh, you know, working with a, a legit quarterback, you know, <laughs> 19 for 20 for three touchdowns. I mean, I, I don't know whatever, what other legit quarterback you're looking for. And uh, Gardner Mishu pr- uh, produced that. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm about to get on the Jacksonville Jaguar train. I, I don't care anymore. You know, the, 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 they're not tanking the season. Um, he doesn't want to have a football team in London. He wants to have a team in Jacksonville. And Garden Mishu is going to be the franchise. So I'm with Jacksonville on this. Uh, no, no, we got Indy, uh, Minnesota. Oh, Indy, Minnesota. Okay. Anyway. Jump the shark a little. We got them in a couple games. Indy's minus three. Minnesota's plus, uh, plus three on the road. Okay. Well, 
sorry for the uh, Garden Mishu uh, plug there on uh, on that bet, but uh, we'll, we'll take uh, we're going to take Indianapolis to rebound on this. I mean, I feel that <laughs> Rivers is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I I I told us. Two weeks ago, I said that I'm in on Phillip Rivers to win the conference, and I'm still going to be in on Phillip Rivers. I got really pumped there when you are talking about Gardner Minshew. They're our next game, even though it's my Tennessee Titans. How about that guy, man? It's a team that's actively tanking. No one's giving them a shot. He's just a placeholding quarterback for Trevor Lawrence, if you read anything in the media. He goes 19 for 20, and they were that was not a fluky game. They beat, like, I mean, like, they didn't beat their ass. If you used to get what I'm saying, it was a one-score game. But they thoroughly beat the Colts last week. They were the better team on the field. Good for Mississippi's favorite son, Gardner Minshew. He's, like, the perfect guy for that city. He's a legitimate NFL quarterback, and he's a fascinating story with his quirkiness and all how funny he is and all that. But he's an awesome story and a good NFL quarterback. That was awesome to watch last week. Jacksonville's plus seven and a half on the road against the Titans with the Titans kicking woes and then barely escaping Monday night football last week against uh, the Broncos. I'm not taking the Titans this time either. I got, I was lucky last week not to take them. I'm not taking them again this week. I'm going to go Jacksonville here. Go Jags, go Minshew. I, I mean, I agree. I mean, you know, uh, it's almost how he has a little Brett Favre in him, kind of a gamer. Um, uh, I, 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 I'm all in on it. I, I just really wish that, um, he was in a, um, in a, uh, on a team that really wants to advance itself. Now I'm not sitting here saying that Jacksonville doesn't want to win football games and not, I think they're to, tanking. I think you're I mean, right. I think they're trying to lose. I mean, it's just hard for, for you to watch, uh, watch a, watch a quarterback that puts so much out there and he's a gamer He's the exact quarterback that you would want for your team to be, but you know it's just tough to tough to swallow that. But yeah, I'm I'm with it. And, you know, until he doesn't prove me wrong, I'm I'm with it. You know, and if we can get points or not points or whatever points, uh, I, I, I'm with the guy that is playing for the love of the game. So I'm with him. Let's go. Where are we going next? Oh, here are two really kind of disgusting games. Uh, Green Bay is minus six at home against the Detroit Lions. Let's talk about that for a second. You teased it earlier. The Lions, who were minus two and a half last week, are up 23 to six, just really obliterating the the Bears all game. You're talking well, about I how put, bad put, Trubisky I, I, sucks. I said the L word. I literally said the L word three times. With Detroit Lions, and you know it really hurts my soul when I say the L word, and they're up twenty whatever, and they don't pull through for me. It's a I got an even worse one for you. I was listening to a podcast earlier this week. Teams that are up by seventeen or more in the fourth quarter in the last fourteen years in NFL games were like six hundred twenty nine and four. And not how only were, they, how many were quarterback by Mitchell Trubisky exactly Trubisky throws three fourth quarter touchdowns the Bears inexplicably take the lead then the the Lions drive all the way back down the field with seven seconds left you rarely see this in football where a guy just drops the game DeAndre Swift in the corner of the end zone for the game for the cover for everything the win with seven seconds left just brick hands it wide open in the end zone I mean, oh, just is, one of the why, worst why things you'll the, ever see. 
why does the quarterback have to be from Georgia and the running back have to be Georgia playing in Detroit? Like, that's – come on, man. That's that, – That was just a disgusting loss. I mean, you know, it is what it is, you know, what, whatever, whatnot. But, you know, uh, good teams rebound from that. I'm not going to sit here and on my couch in Comer, Mississippi and say – that the Detroit Lions are a good football team, but surely they can bounce back from something like this. I actually like where you're going, that Against all logic and all reasoning, I'm going to go with the Lions here. And if you ask me why, I'm going to say, I don't know, because I'm stupid. Lions, book it. Yeah. Uh, we, me and you both are going to put our hands in our face at the, about the end of the first quarter and say, why did we bet on the Detroit Lions? I don't know who's going to text who first, but it's coming. I might just set a reminder. At 12.35 p.m., I'm just going to send you why. Well, I think we we had a couple ones. I think last week we had one with the Washington whatever they are. And I, and I think we pulled the trigger on them, and they actually won. And I think the other one was the – I think the Arizona Cardinals, man. I think uh, everybody was like, why are they betting Arizona? And there's a reason, because Arizona won. Another just disgusting one. Bears minus five and a half at home against the Giants. I can't in good faith do anything positive for the New York Giants. So whatever. Mitchell Trubisky, two and zero. Oh. Book it. Bears minus five and a half at home. I think uh, I think Zach told me today that the fourth quarter was the uh, best quarterback rating of all time in any game. For, for a quarterback, and Mitchell Trubisky was that quarterback to pull that off. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I really can't bet on Mitchell Trubisky, but, um, you know, it, 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 it souls me really hard. But I'm going to go with the uh, Mitchell Trubisky train. He's done found it. He, the, he's the coming. I mean, if you lose to the Giants, Nick Foles deserves to start. That's just awful. Washington football team on the Which road. We won. To- we won. We were. We did. Really, we, we we were really looking bad in the first first half, but we came through in the second half. They're uh, Arizona's minus seven hosting Washington. Arizona was awesome. Kyler Murray. If you're going to sit down, I know no one does this anymore. I'm guilty of it too. I watch Red Zone. I like my fantasy. I like going back and forth all the games. But if you're going to pick one game to sit down and watch for three hours, I think for your money, if it's not Lamar Jackson, it's Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. They were awesome last week. Hopkins was awesome. That win was electric. I am a huge Kyler Murray fan. I'm going to go them minus seven at home against Washington. I think that was a fluke. I think it was short-lived last week. I'm going to go Cardinals here. I'm big-time Cardinals guy this year. Uh, Where is this game being played? In Arizona. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're a travel fan kind of guy, travel rule kind of guy, but I, I, I'm not going to bet against talent. And Tyler Mary, I mean, man, that was awesome. I mean, whenever he took the little, I think he pressed the X button, the O button, and some other button to get in the end zone for that touchdown. And I was like, that's my boy. That's why, that's why we bet on him. So, I think Arizona is going to be your sleeper team for this year. Uh, I like Arizona a lot. 
There's no bad team in that division. It's, it's Rams, Seahawks, Niners, and Cardinals. Are they going to be with these expanded playoffs? Are they going to be the first division ever to have four teams make the playoffs? I don't know if the math adds up there, but if there were ever a shot to do it, I think it would be that division. All those four of those teams are good competitive football teams. Yeah. I mean, we had the Rams money line last weekend, and, uh, you know, uh, granted that Zeke uh, scored a touchdown with how many, how many, was it five guys? I mean, five guys could have tackled him, right? Yes. Okay, I'll say six. Yeah, six guys could have tackled him, and he still got the touchdown, but the, we had the Rams money line, and we won. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, – yeah, I'm going Arizona there. We've got Houston. we got four more of these. Houston is plus six and a half at home against the Ravens. Houston didn't look particularly great against Mahomes last week, but I'll take them here. I think they need to rebound with a win. I think Lamar Jackson's awesome, but I think this is a uh, Ravens escape with a Justin Tucker field goal late. I'll go Texans here. Yeah, I, I have to be all on top of this for sure. Uh, I like the, uh, the the Houston Texans on this also. This is a this is a good solid bet. Um, you know, you got to take the home dog in this situation, and you know, think think that they're going to rebound on the on the performance last week. This one was interesting. I think this opened up at five and a half, and then just immediately ballooned. But Los Angeles is now an eight and a half point home underdog. The Chargers are to the Kansas City Chiefs. I think the Chargers started plus five and a half at home. Quickly ballooned to eight as everyone just demolished the Chiefs. I'll just go against the public money here and go to the Chargers for no other reason than that. Well, I mean, uh, I, um, I I'm not going to get fooled once. I'm not going to get fooled twice. Uh, I think the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers are a good club. I don't know if they're going to start Huber, Huber, Heber, whatever. Anyway. Um, I, I, I like Kansas City here. I mean, I think they're the team to beat in the in the in the football league. And um, um, until until they get beat, then um, I might consider betting against them. Sunday night football, we got a good one. Seahawks minus four against the New England Patriots. Feel like everyone's going to hammer Seattle here. I'm going to go the opposite. I'm a Cam Newton believer. Let's go, Pats. Four-point underdogs on the road. This feels like a Belichick statement game. Like, hell yeah, we don't need Tom Brady. That wasn't a fluke last week. Give me the Pats money line. Well, that's funny that you want to get on the the Pats money line, but this is a the uh, this is a Seattle special here. I mean, like, what is that movie with Tom Hanks, uh, Sleepless in Seattle? I will watch Sleepless in Seattle instead of watching this football game and know that Seattle will win by two by ten points in this game. I like Seattle a lot, and I'm actually going to call it the. Sleepless in Seattle, lock of the week. So let's go with Seattle sleep, uh, lock of the week. I might one-up you and lock this next one. Our last game of the weekend. Las Vegas Raiders plus five-and-a-half underdog at home Monday night football against the visiting New Orleans Saints, who, for by all reports, are not going to have Michael Thomas. Let me go lock of the week here and go Las Vegas Raiders. They had a good running game, pretty decent defense. Actually had a pass rush last week. I don't think Carolina's that bad, and Las Vegas played a good football game. I'll go lock of the week. No shot the Saints cover this. Las Vegas, plus five and a half. 
Man, you know, that just eats my soul up knowing that that's your, your whole spiel of taking the Las Vegas Raiders. I think that's what they're called now. Uh, that whole little spiel was just unbelievable. And it's hard to ever consider betting against something like that. But, you know, um, Mike Thomas out, you know, they'll find some reserves and whatnot. But. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with you on this. I'm going to take the points with uh, the uh, the uh, the Raiders, but I promise you the Saints will win this game. So you don't have to get on the money line with the Raiders, but you can take the points. For sure. There's a lot of real estate between those two. There you have it. That's our uh, week two picks. This is going to go by before we know it, but I'm going to soak in every second. That was uh, 16 more games for you, plus some college before we get out of here, tell them what's going on at the store. Um, well, Zach made some uh, crawfish boudin, made some regular boudin. We got some fresh um, tuna. We got some fresh redfish, snapper, grouper, and some uh, – and some. Um, uh, I'm trying to think what else we got. I'm trying to think that we're going to get some uh, oysters in next week. But uh, it's just uh, – y'all let us know if there's a – exclusive products that you're looking for we can get you taken care of but um but yeah we're uh we're ready to roll and uh people are coming in back into town and you know um the 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 game is next weekend and uh you know uh might need to start collecting five to six ten twenty dollars on that old miss money line because the rebs are ready to go i promise you that love it we'll dive into that next week all right, we're going to make y'all money again this week. We are, uh, we are on the no losses 2K20 train. That's what the uh, official theme of this. Freight train from hell going straight up to the money-making business. We will catch y'all next week. Greg, appreciate it as always. As always. Y'all have a good weekend. Thanks, guys.